Stop sabotaging your future. If your business is in trouble and nothing is working, or it feels like nothing is working, stop. Take a moment, take a breath, and let's work through this together. Welcome to this week's edition of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan. This is my podcast. This is where I get to share some thoughts about things that I'm thinking about, relay to you conversations that I'm having with other entrepreneurs. And I do this for a couple of reasons. One, I do it because it helps me work out my thinking on some of the things that I might be dealing with in any given week in the client base that I have. Um, and the businesses that I'm trying to help. And the second reason I do it is because being an entrepreneur can be pretty lonely. And so it's nice to know that you're not alone. It's maybe nice to hear out loud some of the thoughts that you are having inside your own head. And so every week I try to bring you some content that will either put a stone in your shoe and be really annoying or will encourage you or inspire you to take some action. And so I really appreciate you listening. If you've listened for the last couple of months, this is a break from what I've been doing, which are episodes of questions that entrepreneurs ask. And I decided uh, maybe over the next couple of weeks, I might break it up a little bit more with some topics that seem to keep coming up and up time and time again, in hopes that uh, there are some entrepreneurs listening out there that might benefit from this. And as I've shared before, we've got some Google campaigns running that's bringing in kind of a whole different flock of folks, and uh, I use these podcasts uh, to answer a lot of their questions that come up when they send me uh, emails or they hit some of our marketing uh, websites and uh, they've got questions, and so this content serves many, many purposes, Uh, least of which is I get to hear myself talk, and uh, I love doing that, so (laughs) just kidding. All right, today's topic, Stop Sabotaging Your Future. Uh, is a result of a conversation I've been having over the last three days with um, an oil field services business, uh, believe it or not. And uh, they are in the throes, the entrepreneur rather, is in the throes of trying to make some decisions about what his future is going to look like in the future of his business. And uh, I guess I would kick this off by saying that desperate times call for desperate measures. Um, But I've often found that entrepreneurs often do the kind of the reactionary uh, things that make sense to them, and uh, it doesn't always produce the best result. And in particular, it comes down to that old topic that I think I may have beat to death, but I'm going to try to add a little bit more color to it today, which is just that if you've got problems in your business and you're reacting, the government's calling you, vendors are calling you, you immediately think that your option is to somehow go borrow more money. Uh, you've already got yourself in a financial hole and most entrepreneurs say, well, I'm actually going to dig myself a deeper one. Maybe that's not fair. I don't think they say I'm going to dig myself a deeper hole. They just don't realize that by contacting somebody like me or searching the marketplace to try and find some more financing to help cover over their problems that somehow that's magically going to fix everything. And I've uh, I've often said, if you find yourself in a spot where you're backwards financially and you're upside down, you already have all the money you need. The problem is it's with the people you wish you didn't have it with. So for example, your vendors, you owe them money. The government, you probably owe them money. The bank, you may owe them money. Credit cards, 
Probably owe them money too. And all that money went to salaries or uh, to cover operating costs or to fix something that happened uh, in the business. And in this particular case, uh, this business had a half a million dollar um, receivable that didn't come through and resulted in a lawsuit. And half a million dollars equals about two months worth of revenue for this particular business. So that half million dollars that they, that they did not receive from their customer, ended up coming out of the hands over time of the government, of the bank, of other creditors, and now that half million dollars is pounding on their door every day. It's actually a little bit more than that now with some interest and some other expenses that have come up. Um, And the lawsuit's probably six to 12 months away from being solved, and so this particular business owner is trying to figure out What do we do? Because turning over their receivables to fund their ongoing costs just simply isn't giving them enough runway. And so they had a bunch of equipment. They thought maybe we could borrow against it. And uh, so in walking through this particular moment with this entrepreneur, uh, it just reminded me that there's, I think, a lot of entrepreneurs out there that feel like because their business is backwards, that the best thing that they can do is go and borrow more money to try and make it right side up. But the truth is, you're sabotaging your future when you do that, because every time you borrow money today, you are taking it from the future. Uh, An example of that would be In a healthy business, if you borrowed half a million dollars today, you have to pay that money back. And so what that means is uh, if it was, say, a five-year loan, over the next five years, you have to give back $100,000 out of your future profits. Now, if you don't have a good use for that money, then there's no point in borrowing it. You might as well just grow with the cash that your business is organically generating. But if you have a great opportunity, maybe to take that half million dollars, buy some more equipment, buy a space, get some more customers, and the profit that you make off of that half million dollar investment can easily not only pay it back, but provide excess cash for your business, then that's a smart way to borrow money. But when you're backwards already and your business owes a lot of different people a lot of different amounts of money, then borrowing more money is not going to get you ahead. And I understand, trust me, I get it. I understand that in the deep pit of your soul, you can't possibly think that there's another option. And certainly this individual that I've been chatting with over the last couple of days, he's now just starting to see that maybe that isn't the smartest decision to borrow more money because the interest rate's going to be higher, the fees are going to be higher, and and let's be honest, borrowing money doesn't happen overnight. If you're a business that's stable and healthy, it can take weeks to get the financing that you're looking for, assuming that you've got all of your ducks in a row, much less when your business is in trouble, your books are behind, maybe you haven't filed your year ends, and that means it can take months to get the financing that you need. So the truth is, Financing is not really an option if your business is in trouble. Not really an option. Um, I know there's exceptions to the rule, but for purposes of, of this conversation, I would say that financing isn't really an option either. And in this particular case, I brought it to the attention of this fellow and I said, look, it's probably going to take you 60 to 90 days to find someone that would leverage your equipment for you to free up that cash. And it sounds like you probably don't even have that much time. So then, because he doesn't have any options or he thinks he doesn't have any options, we then start talking about his business. And it turns out that borrowing money wasn't the only thing sabotaging his future, but the way in which he had been doing business over the last two years, maybe two and a half years, um, isn't 
hasn't been helping him either. The market has changed. It's become more competitive. Because they're an oil field services business, they don't get, you know, when, when a customer says, hey, our original contract was for you to do this scope of work. Oh, by the way, could you just go over here and do this? Without getting a signed change order, without stopping the project, uh, he just went ahead and, and did this, or the people on his team just went ahead and did it, and all of a sudden he's now incurred more costs to do those extra pieces of work that weren't in the original contract, and of course, surprise, surprise, now he's having a hard time collecting on that money. So. It wasn't just that he lost a half a million dollar receivable that he's been trying to float month to month. It was also that his business practices didn't really keep up with the, the state of the market. And even by his own admittance, he said, you know, I've been doing this for so long. This is just how we do it. Now I understand that it's actually the reason I, I'm getting into trouble. If I'm, if I'm going to do five projects, but I'm not going to get paid for the extra work that I do, I'm probably better off saying goodbye to four of them and only focusing on the one that not only is going to pay me for my contract, but if they want additional work, then they're going to pay me for that as well. Now, as a business owner, I have to do my part. I have to make sure that I document everything, that I get everything in writing. And so when it comes time to invoice, there are no questions and I can just get paid. But wow, this particular moment I'm in is revealing a lot of things to me. So it doesn't solve his cash crisis, but it's starting to open up a conversation about, wait a minute, maybe money isn't actually the answer. Maybe this isn't the best move for me. And uh, I won't share with you some of the decisions that he's considering because um, I think that's a bit of a distraction from what I, what I wanted the focus of this podcast to be, which was sabotaging your future, meaning making a decision today to basically take on more financing to dig yourself a deeper hole without having actually figured out what's wrong with your business. As this particular individual and I have been talking over the last couple of days, it's become apparent that if he can buy himself a week, or even if he can buy himself two weeks, the amount of changes that he can make right now with the existing contracts that he has means that as he begins to uh, collect money on those contracts, which happens in a sort of two to three week cycle, um, then he might actually be able to skate through this financial moment that he's having. But we needed to kind of get into the guts of his business to figure out, okay, the half million dollar lawsuit is one thing, but when you're generating two to $300,000 a month, your profit margins are 20 to 30%. Eventually you could actually cover that half million dollar loss with your working capital. So what what's actually going on here? And as we got through it, we could just see that his business practices were less than what they should be given how the market has changed over the last few years. And that has, has sort of amplified or compounded the problem or the moment that he finds himself in right now. So an entrepreneur um, um, usually will simply walk around the issues of their business and they'll think that if they just borrowed money or if they just got a, in air quotes, an investor to put some money in, then that's going to solve everything. And they, they choose to do that instead of hitting their problems head on and just dealing with them. And I don't think that, I don't think that entrepreneurs do that on purpose. In my experience, I actually think that I actually think that entrepreneurs just aren't really sure what to do. Um, so money becomes like the path of least resistance. It's easy to say, let me go leverage my house. Let me go leverage my equipment. Let me just throw more money at this thing without actually stopping to say, okay, let's just assume for a moment, just you know, to have the conversation, let's assume there was no money available anywhere ever. Now, how do we get out of this problem? Well, it probably involves calling the government. It probably involves calling creditors. It probably involves getting on the phone with your bank and saying, look, I just, I know that you've issued, um, you know, your legal paperwork because you're coming after me, but here's what, here's, 
here's what I'm working on and here's what life is going to look like. Could you give me a one or a two month reprieve so I can put this thing back together? We, we think we understand what's going on, um, but we are going to need some time to figure it out. Instead of telling your creditors that you've got options and you're looking at financing and you're going to do something else. Again, remember your, your business, if you're in this moment right now, your business already has all of the money it needs. It's just not with the people that you wish had it. And it's not, your business isn't producing the result that you wish it was producing because these creditors make it difficult to operate every day. They're calling you, they're sending you letters, they're leaving you voicemails, they're sending you emails. I'm of the opinion, always choose the harder thing. Have the harder conversation sooner rather than later. Make the hard decisions today instead of expecting that there are going to be easier decisions uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, And just get through your tough spot as quickly as you can. And I realize that that might be a personality trait, but I often think entrepreneurs just don't really know what to do. I don't think they know who to turn to. I think they get um, scared. I think the stress of their payroll and the people that they're responsible to, I think part of their pride and their ego makes it very, very difficult to go, what am I supposed to do? And the Probably the most logical answer is to say, let me just go find some more money. But that takes away from your future. You rob yourself of that future. And on a personal share, I did this myself. So this isn't me just trying to to, uh, spin some interesting conversation points at you. Uh, When my business was in trouble, I actually did take on an investor. I gave up equity in my business. It wasn't enough money. It didn't fix any of the fundamental problems. I thought I was just glossing over Um, a problem with money, thinking that the market would correct and life would go back to normal, and it never did. And a couple of things, it sabotaged my future in very real ways. It took me quite a while to unwind the relationship. Um, This particular individual took an interest in my firm, and I had to buy them back, and we had to unwind it, and it was a year and a half of ugly conversations and awkward conversations. Um, You know, this was some time ago, so that relationship uh, in particular has since been repaired, but it took a long time to get there. It also sabotaged my thinking, because all I could think about was reacting, 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 and and trying to make in-the-second decisions without actually stopping, taking a moment, and trying to figure out how do I actually work through this? What do I need to do? And for me, it took actually a couple. It took a couple of years to figure out what I needed to do. I needed to figure out what value. Uh, my firm was providing in the marketplace. I had to understand what my competition was doing and why were they getting different results than what I was getting. I needed to visit with people or talk to people that had been there, done that, made the mistakes, maybe not in my particular business, but in businesses similar to mine so I could learn. Uh, But my head was so... Uh, I was so neck deep in the problems, in the financial problems, that I just couldn't think straight. So I don't think entrepreneurs think that borrowing more money or finding an investor is, I don't think they do it on purpose. I think it's just the simplest solution that they can come up with when their house is on fire. But I can tell you, having gotten to the other side of it, that you're much, 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 much better off to deal with the pain of the moment, the frustration and the stress and the anxiety. And if you can, get some good people around you to help you figure out how to move through it. And then there's no shortcut through the work. You just have to do the work to get the result that you're looking for. And if at the end of the day you can't, no problem. But you will be much more satisfied knowing that you didn't take on more money, you didn't take on more obligation, that you stopped, you tried to take another run at your business, and if it didn't work, then it simply didn't work. And there's an old saying that I adhere to, which is your first loss is your best loss. 
when you're looking down the barrel of a loss, if you try to double down, or I guess using some <laughs> some gambling terminology, if you look to double down, then your losses amplify, as you, as you know, and rarely does it work the other way. And the reason it doesn't work is because running a business isn't gambling. Running a business is creating value in the marketplace by delivering a product or a service that solves a solution for a customer who's willing to pay for it. And the better the experience they have, the more they're prepared to pay for it. So running a business isn't gambling. Running a business can be very rational and very logical. When the house is on fire, it's hard to do that. So when you're faced with a loss, stop, figure out what you need to fix, assume that you don't have any other options other than to work through it. And that will force you to begin having different conversations. They might not be comfortable, they might be slightly awkward, but when this moment that you're in right now passes and you're looking back on it, you're going to be grateful that you didn't pull the trigger and try to get yourself into a deeper hole. And again, I'm not just sitting here talking into a microphone with empty words. This is my own personal experience. I also know from personal experience that sometimes you just can't do what you can't do. And I was involved in a situation where... Um, uh, the owners of a business, they tried to please everyone. They tried to do the best job that they could. But at the end of the day, their creditors simply uh, were not willing to do what they wanted to do. And everyone had to walk away from the table. And it wasn't, it wasn't pretty, but it was necessary. And so not everything works out with rainbows and unicorns. I understand that. What I'm hoping comes across in this particular episode is don't sabotage your future. It isn't worth it. Don't make a decision today that isn't well thought out, that is based on the reaction to circumstance because circumstance changes, just like your feelings. If you're stressed out and anxious right now, uh, you may not feel that way on the weekend. You may not feel that way a couple months from now. So don't make decisions based on your emotions and your feelings. Get the help that you need to understand what's not working. And in this particular case, with this guy that I've been talking to over the last couple of days, yep, you know what? They didn't get paid half a million dollars, two months worth of revenue. And that sucks. It sucks big time. But had they been running their business properly, had they not been operating the same way for the past 10 years, given that the market has changed and become more competitive, they actually didn't need to, to create the situation that's been created. They could have gotten ahead of it, but you know, hindsight's 2020, and in the moment, you never really know how these things work out. So uh, that's what's on my mind uh, this week for this week's episode. I just thought it was important because I am having a lot of conversations given some of the things I'm involved with. Uh, for entrepreneurs, it really... They really feel like their only option is to borrow money to get out of the situation that they are in. And I just think that if you have the discipline to do it and you've got the vision and you, you've kind of got the will that you should just stop and figure out why did you get here, what needs to happen now, and then just get to work making the results happen. And then along the way, be prepared to deal with whatever the fallout might be. So... I'm trusting that there was something valuable in today's podcast that will give you um, a moment to, uh, or will give you something to think about in your moments where you're panicking. And uh, I get it. You take more money, you take more money. I'm not sure what this particular individual is going to do. They may end up just borrowing more money, which would be too bad. Um, but, you know, that's why you get paid the big bucks as the entrepreneur because you get to make these decisions and live with the results. So feel free to reach out to me. 
subscribe um, because this content gets in front of other entrepreneurs who are invariably probably going through the same thing that you might be going through. Um, And uh, if you send me a note, you connect with me, read the show notes, and and you can figure out how to connect with me on LinkedIn. And I'd be happy to have the same conversation with you or at least help you talk through, you know, some things that you maybe aren't considering because you've got some blind spots. So thanks for tuning in. We're going to catch you on next week's episode of Dylan's Podcast.